Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Give it to me! Hey, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you where there is nothing holding us back. That's right. It's a Sean Mendez lyric. And I don't even care because the thing fever is just burning through me. It's like, it's like, I know we're supposed to have six more weeks of winter, but I just see the green shoots of things popping up everywhere and we are picking them one at a time and putting them in a little box just for you. That's right, Thanks folks. Thanks for joining us. We only want to be with you. We only want to be with you. Talk about now things. we have like two Uber things by accident. One being, well, yeah. So the, there's we uh, when we were uh, live, and you'll get this in the bonus show, patrons. Uh, we were talking about Post Malone's cover of uh, "I Only Want to Be with You," Hootie and the Blowfish, burning up the internet. Uh, also burning up the internet, uh, an Uber thing that's that's not from either me or Molly because it's bigger than both of us. Yeah, non fungible oh, yeah. tokens, dude. Seriously, when. When one Kai Rizdal asks me about them oh, really? in an episode of Make Me Smart and is like, we should probably talk about this like non-fungible token thing. That seems like kind of a thing. And I'm like, yep, it's uh-huh. It yeah. is now total thingitude. And I'm still trying to understand. I guess it's like a thing, an actual thing, a physical thing that has been authenticated on the blockchain as the only one. Is that the deal? Yeah. And then, so the I mean, thing- the thing to understand about the blockchain, not to get too uh, daily tech news show or make me smart about it, uh, but the thing is, the blockchain doesn't actually store anything. It stores a record, but it's an immutable record. It's very difficult to change. That's why the blockchain works, right? Because you can say these coins are in these wallets and nowhere else, and it's really mm-hmm. difficult to change. And because it's really difficult to change, it's a record, and that that's where the money in Bitcoin comes from, not from actually mm-hmm. having the copy of the file. It's from the record that's out there that is incredibly difficult to change. So non-fungible tokens are taking advantage of that and saying, Molly Wood is the person who owns the first video on Vine. And and, right. and to pay to get that to happen is what the non-fungible token is. I mean, friends, people right now have both too much money and too much time. I mean, again, not to get all marketplacey, but like this is a this is the exactly the kind of thing that happens when you can't get good returns anywhere else, and you're just like, let's find fancier ways to do collectibles. It's the it's the perfect storm, right? Yeah, it's the it's the combination of a lot of people with disposable income, and and mm-hmm. granted, that wealth is not evenly spread, but a lot of people with disposable income don't have the same things to spend it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, investments, like you say. Uh, Whole different scary thing. <laughs> and uh, blockchain, Bitcoin, hot thing out there. You know, hot, Elon hot, Musk hot, hot. talking it up. It's like, <laughs> it's a perfect storm. It really is. It's literally like, how can I have this LeBron video and some Tesla shine all at the same time and make it the this and that? But yeah, guys, everyone, mm-hmm, super thing, super duper thing thing. So 
how do we get CNET to let us sell the first episode of Buzz Out Loud? <gasps> that would be incredible. <laughs> oh, oh, that would be incredible. I want to cry the from the awesomeness of that. First, when I started reading earlier this week about this whole non-fungible token craze, that was the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh yeah, collectible, right? That's a collectible. Oh, totally. We're we're gonna have to make some calls. Yeah, we are right now. Yeah, I'm so gonna bye just, everybody. I'm gonna hit listening. pause. No, I'm just kidding. We'll call him after. But that would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. And it's like you know, six minutes of just us sounding like <laughs> awkward babies. Comdex and Japan <laughs> toilets. Yeah. <laughs> Give uh, us five minutes. The 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 whole thing though is that collectibles themselves are are a big thing. It's not even just the the Bitcoin blockchain mm-hmm. non fungible token part of it. Uh, collectibles are a big thing again because I think people are just bored. They're like, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I spend my money on a baseball card. I really, I really, really think they are. And like, you can't get any returns and savings, and the stock market is kind of bananas. Or you just already have money there, and it's not, you know. It's a whole know. lot more fun to buy a, a a comic book card that is reminds you of your childhood mm-hmm. uh, than it is to buy a bond. <laughs> you know, I guess so. Yeah, it's always totally. been the thing about collectibles, right? <laughs> Even if they're riskier, but yeah, right. So there you go. There you go. Explained. You're welcome. It's a anytime. Thing. We're here for you. <laughs> um, I would like to now. Insult angry white people. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just learned this, and you apparently and it, is, it is a thing. Uh, but in Britain, uh, the term gammon, uh, which is uh, technically a reference to a type of ham, <laughs> uh, you know, like hamon, gammon, G-A-M-M-O-N. Oh. I get it. Uh huh. It's a hind leg of pork cured and dried, salted and brined. Yeah. Uh, it ha- has been used for for many years now uh, to refer to a person's flushed face when expressing their strong opinions if they have a fair complexion. Oh my god, this is hysterical! <laughs> In 2017, children's author Ben Davis tweeted a picture of nine members of a BBC Question Time audience and referred to them as the Great Wall of Gammon. <laughs> <laughs> Which, according to Wikipedia, is what led to the term becoming popularized on social media. <laughs> it it is, is amazing. apparently controversial to use it for oh. amongst like like okay, that's not all right. Uh, you know, to to apply it to someone like yeah yeah, but uh, so it's got some punch to it, and I I think more recently probably has more punch, whereas in the past maybe it was just a throwaway term. I guess so. This is so interesting because Ben Davis then went on to write an article for The Independent that said, I'm the one who coined the term gammon, and I now deeply regret it. (laughs) Because he says it's been seized on by the radical left, and it's nastier and weaponized. Yeah. Yeah. Because they just mean like angry, red-faced white guys, it seems like. Listen. Wow. Sometimes I get angry. It's fascinating. Sometimes I get flushed. Sometimes I look like a ham. Not embarrassed. made it over here i don't think so i don't think it's made okay. it uh, across the pond yet but it maybe, maybe it's only a my, matter of time my, but when it starts showing up maybe this is my effort to do so <laughs> no, totally now you made it a thing you think septioned it yeah maybe maybe we'll see i just uh i was it, it's not a new thing but it's still very current and it's still being discussed and i think it's gaining a little more talk a little more conversation around it um mm-hmm. yeah 
All right. So, so you're just planting the flag. Yeah. Gammon. Gammon. Like hammon. Like ham But with faced. a G. <laughs> God, ham-faced I mean, it is, is pretty nasty. Good. I actually really like ham-faced better. Like, get, get kind of ham-faced there. Yeah. I know. I like, we'll, we'll just Americanize it. Like ham-faced it. is awesome. <laughs> it's like ham-fisted, but in your face. <laughs> but kind of different. Um, I have had this one in the bullpen for a while, and I, I have to do it before it goes away. But I don't see it that happening anytime soon because Smash Burgers are a thing. And by Smash Burgers, I mean a cheeseburger cooked with it like it's a small patty smashed as flat as it can be. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, my friend Chris Ashley uh, from the SMR podcast, always talking about his Smash Burgers. Yeah, my brother makes them. He's like obsessed. He brought his own freaking spatula to a dinner. And the deal with the smash burger is you smash it before you cook it. Don't be smashing mm-hmm. it on the grill, according no. to Chris. Because <laughs> all the juice comes out. That's gross. Yeah. You can't do that. Dries it out. Why would you and do I that? And I mean, people who are into smash burgers, smash them. Like they are <laughs> flat, flat, flat. And they cook super hot for like 30 seconds on each side. And that's it. Because it's just like so. Th- and it's always, it's got to be American cheese. That's the key. There's a, uh, there's a place uh, lunch counter, and I call it a lunch counter because it's literally a counter. There's no inside to the place. Uh, that's that's over in a more industrial part of Los Angeles, super famous in the locale that has been doing smash burgers since the fifties. Like that's just what they do, and they're great because they they car the the ends of the beef caramelize. They get kind of crispy. They're salty mm-hmm. and delicious and fatty, and you put American cheese on them and slap them between a couple of buns, and they're amazing. And the crazy thing is, is I was, I've had this, like I said, in the bullpen, like I got to do this smash burgers thing. And then literally today, literally, literally, the New York Times did a story about Mr. Beast, the YouTuber who, if you have not watched his videos, please do. Absolutely delightful young man who just goes around giving people like money and free stuff. He's so great. Uh, But he started a ghost chain ghost restaurant so it's not you know it doesn't have a physical location it's just for delivery called mr beast burger that only serves smash burgers and fries nice mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god oh my god it has arrived time to pull it out of the bullpen definitely and make it even more of a thing than it already had been because i'm just gonna say good for you mr beast but i got it from my brother <laughs> And now I want them for dinner because it's so good. It's kind of you know what is a smash burger in its in in its at its core is in and out, and even a Shake Shack is a little bit of a smash burger or steak and but shake. I think this steak and yeah. shake has been doing yeah. it for forever and ever. Yeah, steak and shake exactly. But for some reason, it's just much like Detroit pizza. It's like come along for the rest of us. And well, I, I feel like smash the smash burger and in, in the Bill's Burgers style that I was describing earlier was the burger. For fast food for the longest time. And then, and there was the, and then there was the gourmet burger that was the thicker burger, right? But if you think about the original hamburger, and I'm not talking about quarter pounder, the original hamburger at McDonald's, it's essentially a, you know, it's a mechanized smash burger, right? Because it's thin like that. It's mimicking an actual smash burger. So I feel like it's just, we've come back around to appreciating that way of doing a burger because it's good. Yeah, it's good. And it's funny because Kent13 in the Discord points out smashburger.com, the actual place called Smashburger. 
Like there's the there's oh, an yeah. existing right, restaurant right. chain, which is probably just mad about everything right now because <laughs> mm, everybody calls it that. Yeah, it, it may or, be good or super stoked because if you look up Smash Burger and that's yeah. what you find, then great. And you're like, hey, yeah. that's cool. Mm, <sighs> I want to go to Bill's Burgers now. <laughs> We're both like and hungry, but they're closed. See, they they don't do they they're only a lunch place, so I'm gonna have to wait till tomorrow. Uh-huh. But they you have survived him- COVID. They're real easy. Although when you cook them at as high a heat as my brother, you really can scorch the bejesus out of a pan. <laughs> He's not allowed to cook them at my house anymore unless it's on the grill. <laughs> uh, sorry, pan. All right. I had a lot of questions about the phrasing of your next thing. So I pre-clicked the link because I was like, what are yeah, we yeah. talking okay. about here? So, <laughs> well... <laughs> yes, because I, I think I, I only got halfway through typing it into our rundown. Uh, so what Molly is seeing is just the word side parts. <laughs> but we're talking about hair. Uh, and, and I ta- think at some point in the bullpen, it had been called, it was like calling them side parts. And no, I was no, like, no, what? that was, that what? was different. Parts. That was the, uh, that was in the bullpen episode last week. Calling them parts was the thing I had tried to tell Siri. And then right. it, it didn't. And we tried to figure and out. We never oh. could figure out what I actually had been saying. No, this is different than that. This is Got it. the Got side it. part versus the middle part. Now, I, as a Gen Xer, the ignored generation, <laughs> uh, grew up with the middle part the being a, a sign of being from the 70s. You're, you're kind of trying to emulate, you know, some kind of nostalgia look. The side part mm-hmm. was the business part. That We're talking was about the, hair here, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I did Guys. mention hair. Yeah, you did? So, okay, yeah. good. Don't don't lose track, everyone. <laughs> We're talking about hair, hair, uh, and the uh, and and the side part. I still think of as like, oh, that's the that's the more formal, like you know, uh, beige pants and and blue collared shirt look. And the middle part is, I kind of want to be like a hippie. Apparently, not the case anymore. Uh, now that millennials rule the earth, uh, the side part is out. That that Ooh. just makes you look old. It makes you look dumb. Uh, part your hair in the middle if you want to look cool. Apparently, I see. You know, this is causing me. This conversation is causing me to switch my thing up on the fly, as the folks in the Discord now know, because I have this in the bullpen. But I think it is so heated right at this exact moment and so relevant to this conversation that I'm making a change, and I'm going with. The Gen Z versus Millennial War. Okay, good. Yes, because I, I misspoke just now and alluded. I said now that Millennials rule the earth, the middle part is it. But that would have given you the impression that Millennials prefer the middle part. No, they do not. It's Gen Z that mm-hmm. prefers the middle part. And it is part of your next thing that's causing the debate. It is. And the reason that there is, in fact, like hostility about it is because Gen Z is just common for millennials and millennials i think we can all agree are uh, the most humorless generation sorry and they are so <laughs> upset about this <laughs> like no they're not so upset they're they're making tiktok saying that they're victimized by gen z and that gen <laughs> z is so mean literally victimized is the word that is frequently employed to talk about how gen z and as my son pointed out the youngest of us are six like what do you think what kind of power do you think exists that gen z is so terrifying to the yeah, millennials a six-year-old six can be pretty mean 
I'm just saying. I mean, that is very yeah. true. It's yes. Not, it's not there a is a song a going around TikTok. And it, and it goes, what is it? It's like, Gen Z, you can suck it. It's like a country song. Wow. You'll pry my skinny jeans from my cold dead ass. I got so, the like, tune wrong because uh, I can't remember part exactly. And skinny how it goes. jeans, that's the millennial side. Uh, yep. Skinny jeans are canceled, and middle part, that's Gen Z. All right. Yep. All the way. And Gen Z will victimize you, apparently, if you are not. And so then I was talking about it with my son and his stepmom, who is on the older side of millennial, but definitely millennial. Definitely. And she was like, I'm going to be honest. I know exactly what's happening here. She's like, we were the center of the damn universe for the bulk of our generation. And all of a sudden, Gen Z is the hot new thing. She's like, she's a designer. And she's like, I'm working on a project right now where I have to do all this research into Gen Z. I am literally having to design products for the first time in my entire life that are not for me. <laughs> oh. And she's like, we're jealous. True story. <laughs> we're jealous. Generation X is over here saying like, oh yeah, we've been doing that our entire life since yeah. no one ever marketed to our generation. Ever. <laughs> At least for more than a year or two, you know, in the late 90s, maybe. That was it. I told them both I was going to put on my tank top and cardigan and yoga pants, which I was wearing at that exact moment, uh-huh. my reading glasses, pour a large <laughs> glass of red wine, and uh, put a bunch of signs behind me such as live, laugh, love, and, you know, everything's better with a Riesling <laughs> or whatever, and then and then just make a TikTok that consists only of me saying the words, F all y'all. Uh, uh, I, <laughs> I, I really do... I really Gen do love Z, my generation. I love my generation. <laughs> my generation is not part of any of this, but we are very much entertained by y'all. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's adorable how you both need so much attention. Aww. I mean, I'm not sure if Gen Z really needs the attention or they're just trolling. I can't they're tell trolling. you. They're trolling. I can't. I That's can't. the other thing is they're sort of brilliant at trolling. And I'm telling you, the millennials take the bait every time. And that's what makes this so hysterical to me is that they cannot just walk. I mean, imagine writing a song about how you can suck it. That's me opening up TikTok so I can try to find this song. But like opening that, knowing that the youngest Gen Zers are in fact six. Like my son was like, why are they attacking children? And, and then his stepmom got all upset and he was like, nailed it. If like, you attack, you won. If you if you attack Gen X, they don't we don't notice because we're just. Why does it just start making sounds? <laughs> God, TikTok. I am finding this Gen Z can suck it song. <laughs> we just uh, we just don't even we just don't even notice usually if someone's attacking Gen X because we can't be bothered <laughs> because everyone always is. All right, here it comes. Hold on. I mean, this is amazing. Somebody no, I, went so far. I, I would I would say Gen X is never attacked. It's usually ignored. Oh, definitely ignored. Here it comes. Gen Z, you can suck it. Oh, wow. Can't tell me what to wear. Because <laughs> I've been rocking this side part since you had come in your underwear. So cute. And you can pry these skinny jeans from my cold, dead ass. You hear? So, Gen Z, you can suck it. You can't tell me what to wear. Oh, you guys look grumpy. You know, you can't tell me what to wear, children. That's the sound of punching down. Punching down. Dude, side part. Side part was in the song. Yeah. Makes, <sighs> me, makes me want to part middle now for, you know, just politically. For solidarity. I know. Side. Totally. I'm right. I think I just went. Uh, I think I just went team middle part. 
Down. Uh, and all you millennials uh, listening, including our very own producer, Rich. Yeah, we, love we also, you. we love we you. Love we you. love you. You You're are fine. actually our friends. I took You're, the New York we Times We validate quiz. you. We know you need it. <laughs> Damn it, I couldn't, I couldn't stop myself. True. No, but seriously, it's it's all a good fun. Don't don't take it It's all good fun. Personally. We love you. We lo- You're the best generation. You, you are. guys are great. We like you best. Look at what you've done. You're the best. <laughs> yeah, hugs to all we of like you. you the mo- we like you the most. Hugs for all of you. Hugs, hugs, hugs. <laughs> you all get a trophy. <laughs> All right, time for the feedback. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. This may surprise you, but we have an email from Fordo. What? I know Fordo discovered a thing in the wild. She says, a thing. It is apparently coffee draft latte, which we had talked about, uh, in a can made with oat milk in this case. Bought one, consumed it immediately, she writes, and decree it. Delicioso. Heading over to one of La Colombe's coffee houses this weekend to try a fresh one. They deliver them outside. I hope they pour it from a keg or a cask-like thing the way they do draft beers. That would be cool. So happy you introduced this to us last summer, Tom. It's been on my list to try ever since. And she found I it in the wild. I can't wait to go back and get one of these. They that The place that I got it, they do pull it like a like a draft beer, like oh, like so like with a tap. I had forgotten all about that. Man, Fordo's yeah. amazing. She like memorizes the whole thing. Nice job, Fordo. Uh, Brian wrote in on Pog. Hey, Tom and Molly, you were talking about <laughs> Poggers and Pog. I don't know if this confirms its thingness, but I was watching a video from YouTuber Jack Septic Eye where he was giving money to small Twitch streamers. Big YouTubers giving to small streamers is also totally a thing. One of the streamers says his goal is to make partner. So Jack gifts him 200 subs to try to help him reach his goal. After this, every time someone subscribes, his notification says, Pog! This continues Aww. over and over again. If you want to see this wholesome content, uh, we have a link to the YouTube video that we'll throw in the show notes. I do want to see this wholesome content, especially after those millennial jerks saying that children can suck. Okay. Uh, if there was any questions, speaking of that, on the thingness of poggers, Manny has settled it. All right. Manny, Manny is basically the doctorist doctor of things that they're ever doctored. Poggers, he writes, is a thing. No discussion. None. The origin is Pog, which was the name of a famous emote on Twitch, generally meaning the same thing, just an exclamation of cool or clutch. Twitch was where it first gained popularity, then recently Twitch banned the emote for some misconduct problem, which may have pushed it fully into the zeitgeist. These things do happen. It is still, he said, somewhat associated with Twitch, providing the name of the recently begun Pog Champs. Thing on, and Tom, give yourself a nailed it. Nailed it! <laughs> I... Uh, I feel like we need to like make Manny dean of things or or chair of yes. The I know he needs like a higher or, yeah yeah. That's a, things so good. are emeritus. Uh, Matt Bat on Detroit Pizza uh, says, my wife is from Toledo, Ohio. She likes Little Caesars Pizza, and recently a pizza place called Marco's Pizza moved down here from Ohio. When you told me that they are called Detroit-style pizza, I suddenly understood why my wife likes that pizza over everything else. Love the show. There's a new Detroit-style pizza place in Oakland. I'm trying it tonight. Go Tigers. Amazing. Uh, Lisa confirms the thingness of a chocolate thing. She writes, love the show. Our entire family listens each week, so we'll try to keep the swearing down. As we just got back from sledding in the snow in Ontario, Ontario, Canada, and are enjoying a delicious hot chocolate bomb, we thought, 
hot chocolate bombs are a thing. We got them for Christmas and Valentine's Day, and local bakeries and shops are having trouble keeping them in stock. She says, not sure if this is a local thing, but here's a link Oh yeah, uh, no. to apartment therapy. Yeah, no, super. Lisa thick. may not have heard Molly call this out as a thing uh, back in December, but you are absolutely right, Lisa. It is super definitely a thing. thing thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, then Allah on DS9 stuff. Greetings from cold yet sunny Dubai about Tom's DS9 thing check. I've seen this specifically, but I've heard a lot of people wanting to do rewatches of Battlestar Galactica, Stargate and Star Wars. I've personally gone through a Star Wars rewatch thanks to the Mandalorian. I even introduced myself to the animated Star Wars shows, which surprisingly triggered my Instagram to keep showing me Star Wars memes in my explore pages, mm. even though I never mentioned this on any social media platform. Mm-hmm. You, you, you did something if what they weren't. Eavesdropping on you. You clicked on a thing somewhere. Probably, yeah. yeah. Anyways, long story short, I might not be able to confirm the DS9 thing, but I might want to raise you a sci fi space rewatch thing, maybe. Oh, that's not bad. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's fair. I think that's a good one, Allah. Thank you. Yep. Love it. Feedback at it's a thing dot me is where you can keep the things coming. And now. (laughs) Oh my God. This is maybe one of my favorite (laughs) shout outs Rich has ever done. No, this is going to be incredible. <laughs> he did like work. He did like work yes. for this, right? I mean, this is research. Like yeah. we're building it up a lot, but I think it deserves it. Uh, these Those are you. shout yeah, outs to our patrons at the shout out level, based on my and Molly's earliest tweets, accessible on archive.org. Heaven help us. <clears throat> Reading Wall Street Journal. 1986, Lee Price got 52 to 57 miles per gallon, 2007, weighs a 1,000 pounds more, and gets 30 to 40. Shameful. 8.31 p.m., May 31st, 2007, from the web. I'm assuming that was me. (laughs) Kevin Sill is just a vehicle for oyster crackers. 12.02 p.m., June 1st, 2007, from the web. Definitely mine. I actually remember (laughs) that one. (laughs) I think he may have actually... We may have accidentally played this perfectly. Right. Breaking news. Next season of Battlestar Galactica to be the last. Bummer. But hey, at least we get some Eric Duncan. 12.48 p.m. June 1st, 2007 from Web. Going out to dinner. Well, Jake Woods willing anyway. <laughs> 6.22 p.m. June 1st, 2007 from the Web. Actually, I believe Gabrielle Cohen has a high percentage of ego stroking personalized plates. Look around. Surgeon. Butt doctor. I've seen it. 9.46 p.m. June 2nd, 2007 from Web. That guy, the butt doctor guy, is still driving around Oakland. <laughs> True story. <sighs> Done with Brad Sparks and one product, the Samsung i760 smartphone. Waiting for the next one. 12.01 p.m. January 7th, 2007 from CES. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Eating curry and waiting for Joe Hood to arrive. 4.24 p.m. January 26th, 2007 from Web. Back from gym, quick banana and fruit stick, then off to interview Louis St. Amour, who canceled on us Wednesday, 7.35 a.m., May 25th, 2007, from the web. Apparently, this is all I was doing back then, because waiting for freaking Mike Akins to show up so I can go eat breakfast, 11.08 a.m., March 9th, 2007, from web. And just had James C. Smith's new website compose my theme song. Tiny URL link. Sounds like PBS. 11.53 a.m. May 8th, 2007 from the web. (laughs) Oh, guys, it was such a more innocent time, wasn't it? (sighs) A lot of food. A lot of actually what you were doing. (laughs) Seriously. 
I would like to have some breakfast and curry. I mean, people may not remember, but Twitter used to say, what are you doing? Like that was yep. the prompt when you when you entered your tweet. So it kind of nudged you to talk about like, oh, well, here's what I'm doing right now. I'm waiting for this interview. Look how Just short they are. I know. The yeah. tweets are so short. Uh, yeah. Good times. Good, Good times. God, can you imagine if I tweeted out something about something being a vehicle for oyster crackers? Like there would be such an argument. Everybody would be really I mad about to, it. I might have to go find that and retweet it. Yes. Still, and, and just put my stamp. I still believe this. I still believe this. <laughs> Unpopular opinion, but. <laughs> That's the tweet. That's the tweet. Uh, thank you, as always, to our producer, Rich Trappolino, for making the most of the patron shout outs. He's and one of the good ones, And thanks to those folks. of you who support us at any level, especially that shout out level, because you make our show so fun. Patreon.com slash it's a thing. <laughs> thank you for you listening. Can- you can become a member and get access to our Discord and ad-free RSS feed, a little bonus content at, one more time, patreon.com slash it's a thing. You can also email us your things to feedback at it's a thing dot me. See you next week. Bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like the gem or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly ebay gets it so look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch stitch sole and logo is checked by experts with ebay authenticity guarantee you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach ensure your next purchase is the real deal visit ebay.com for terms